Uh, this is Cody coming at you with another episode of the Pokebub Podcast. With me today is my good buddy Mario. What up, y'all? Things about to get legendary up in here. Yeah, no joke. Um, we did another couple episodes of the anime this week. But before we get to that, we've got some Pokemon news. Um, crap, were you doing the legendaries? No, you are. Okay, so... Right now, on your Pokemon Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, you can still get your uh, Palkia and Dalgia at GameStops? Yes. In the, in the U.S., it's GameStops. I don't know what it is elsewhere. So, Yeah. Your standard gaming supply shop? or The place or, they usually hand out the legendaries. Right. Wherever you got all the last ones, they're doing it again and... Palkia and Dialga are available all month long. So hit it um, up. Yeah. Pokemon also put out a legendary quiz. Yeah, they had a whole bunch of legendary stuff on the website. So I did the quiz and I thought you should do the quiz too. And I yeah. did really good. I got a perfect score, 12 out of 12. Um, so yeah, Cody, how'd you do? I got a 9... Out of 12, which is a C, which is a passing grade. I mean... Um, granted, there were some Pokemon on there that I didn't catch, because they were in the other versions of the game I played. That's my <laughs> excuse. Um, There's no excuse. But we're going to post a link to that, and you guys should definitely take it and try and probably beat my score. Yeah, and tell us how you did. Like, I tweeted from my personal page, uh, from my personal Twitter, at Bearded Piscator, uh... A come at me, bro, with my test results. So, come at me, bro. So, we've also got some big Pokemon Go news. Yeah, right? pretty big. Po- well, I mean, it starts off with small Pokemon Go news. Because there was an update. And it gave us new outfits available. But the only reason I'm even mentioning it is because the way you get or unlock the clothes is neat. So they're now tied to badges, or or these new outfits are anyway. They uh, tweeted out about it. There's a a jogger, a fisherman, and a battle girl, which, as you know, are badges that you earn in Pokemon Go. And depending on the level of your badge, you unlock different parts of the suit. So, I mean, by now, it's been a few years. If you've been playing for a while, you should have your jogger badge gold. And so you get... Shorts, a uh, jogging vest, new shoes, sunglasses, and a hat. And the only real crappy thing about this is you do still have to buy them. Yeah, that kind of sucks. So you've got to earn the unlock, but you still have to use the poker coins to get them. Another kind of shitty thing about them is the other two, the fisherman and the battle girl... I know for sure that the battle girl is, and I'm pretty sure the fisherman is also gendered, so that if your avatar is male, you can get the fisherman, and if your avatar is female, then it gets battle girl stuff, which I think is kind of lame. I want, like, I'm I want fighting clothes for my dude. Yeah. Have you got the Have you got the uh, fisherman outfit yet? I have not. I, I, there's not a whole lot of fish in my hometown. Not a whole lot of water Pokemon. 
So I need to go do some serious Magikarp hunting. So the Fisherman Badge is the one for catching big Magikarp. So you don't just have to catch Magikarp. You have to catch large Magikarp. Right. So you got to catch, you know, a shitload. Because you never know when you're going to get a big one or a small one. Just catch them all. That wasn't... That pun wasn't intended. Yeah, it was. And and you're a horrible person for it. Yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) But that (laughs) mediocre news aside, there was... A new update that's just been pushed, and they did an APK mine, and they found a lot of good stuff. And we don't usually go into this in depth, but I'm going to dig a little deeper today because there was some really cool stuff in there. So we'll have a link up to the Silk Road article and uh, get that straight. Um, so the first big part about about it is there's quests coming to Pokemon Go. So that's ki- pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Kind of like how uh, your first catch and your first spin are kind of like a daily quest. Mm-hmm. In fact, those are two quests, uh, I guess, like variables that it holds in the back. So. And they're listed as the old quest variables. Um, And the new ones are... It says catch a Pokemon, which... I mean, there's already catch of the day, so that's up in the air. There's spin a stop, hatch egg, quest walk buddy, quest feed Pokemon, win gym battle, complete a raid battle, level up badge... And quest multi-part, and that's where things get interesting. Because is multi-part going to be like multiple different things of of the first few new ones? And that's where like, okay, you get your first catch of the day, but catch Pokemon could be a mini-part of a multi-part quest. Here's another thing. Could, could there be numbers tied to this? Like could it be quest catch 20 Pokemon? Uh, probably they could do a little, I mean, programming variables in there. shouldn't be too difficult, at least as far as my knowledge of programming goes. I don't know about this particular Pokemon Go programming, but I don't see where logically it wouldn't be a impossible thing. So definitely I could see that, you know, because Walk Buddy, of course, there's going to be, uh, got to be a distance for Walk Buddy. Yeah. There, there's gotta maybe be a it's collect var- so many candies. Right, right. You still have to have some kind of counter, so definitely right. a counter should be doable. And uh just want to be clear, we have no idea when this will come out. But because like other things that they found in the APK mines, they start showing up like way before it starts being used. Right. But also there's uh going to be quest characters so we might get more NPCs like right now for sure there's Willow and uh, there's some kind of like expressions thing that they have so you're going to have to interact with the characters so there's not a whole lot right now they only have like unset and happy whatever that means but apparently you're going to have to keep them in a certain mood Hmm. you can make NPCs hate you maybe (laughs) 
<laughs> but the biggest thing about that is that also leads to or leans toward a story mode, which could be really cool. Yeah. It'll add a whole new dimension and give everyone who's already level capped something to do. And who knows what kind of rewards we're going to get for these quests, too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. It'll be a good way to pass out things like, I don't know, super incubators or the stardust shards, stuff like mm-hmm. that, you know? Stuff you normally have to spend Pokecoins on. Yeah. Especially like a big multi-part one. Like. Plus, you're probably going to get tons of XP for those, too. For sure. So, spend more money on Lucky Eggs, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm about to finish this quest. Better go get a lucky egg. Yup. And there's also um, basically like prerequisites type things. So there's like quest preconditions, uh, unset, and there's a precondition quest, which would be something like you have to have pre- uh, completed a previous quest or precondition level. Like, you know, it's for you got to be 35 and up or whatever. And precondition metal, so like if you don't have a certain level on a metal, you can't get this quest. So we're probably going to see quest chains. For sure. I mean, it's just like in any MMO. Yeah. Where you get your your basic uh, class qu- line quest, you know, where you got to, oh, first your quest gets you your first weapon, and then eventually it builds up your kit. Yeah. As you level. Yeah, I mean it's gonna I would I would see something like that being very, very possible. I mean, when it kicks off though, a lot of us are gonna qualify for most of them. Mm-hmm. Like I'm already level thirty seven. I don't see much not being available to me. Yeah. Um let's see, other than that, I mean there's just some like small attributes involved, timestamps, rewards statuses so you're gonna have a quest log get ready to fill it <laughs> uh multi-part stuff context it, it should be it should be a pretty neat system i'm really looking forward to it i'm pretty stoked about this update that's why i felt like we really needed to dig into it a minute yeah it sounds like it's gonna be pretty sweet yeah all right, so that's that's all we've got this week on the Pokemon Go. Yeah, let us know what Front. you think. Yeah, um, see what I mean. Give us ideas what you think is going to happen. Tweet at us, fool. Yeah. So, into the anime. We're doing two episodes this week. We sure uh, first are. one we watched episode six, a shocking grocery run. Yeah, come on, you got to say it like they do at the beginning of the episode. A shocking grocery run. There you go. Yeah. I'm a happy little middle schooler. Okay, don't ever do that again. I'm sorry. Okay. It won't happen again. I should have been careful what I asked for. (laughs) (laughs) So, it's training day and Kikui has to go meet another professor. Doesn't say who. No, he does not. So... Ash is kind of left home alone. Yes. Um, Which just seems, like, dangerous. Yeah, like, this... He might get himself killed. Yeah, like, the boy does laundry, and he puts a whole fucking box of soap in the machine. Yeah. I was kind of sad that 
uh, Rotom didn't make a joke about possessing the washing machine or, like, even hint at that. I thought that would have been kind of funny. Yeah, definitely. But, I mean, I feel like he's kind of stuck in the decks. Yeah. Um, So... Yeah, soap gets everywhere. They clean that up. They Ash tries to make some food. Uh, some disaster and yeah, how his like. I mean, I understand he usually ends up with somebody who does the cooking for him. Yeah, he's always had like some someone in his party that's a cook or something. But how has this boy not died yet? Oh my god, he can't even make a sandwich. And, like, he's always hungry. Like, it's it's always a trope that he's, like, starving or something. So, I think he decides to go grocery shopping. Right, cause, well, because he fucked up. Like, he made everything and then burned it all. Yeah. So he goes to the damn store, which Burns is probably it. best. He did not need to be in the house. Yeah. He has no business doing that. He probably would have burned the house down. Yeah. Oh, and I was also kind of sad, like, he, so he's loading the laundry, and he overloads the washing machine way too much, but he's throwing in, uh, Kikui's lab coats. I was kind of sad there wasn't, like, a luchador mask. He's just like, huh, what's this? Well, I'm gonna wash it anyway. Because, you know, Ash couldn't figure that out if he had to. No, not at all. Yeah. But, I doubt they'll even go with that little side story in the anime. It would be interesting. I re- I would like to see it. I mean, th- it's difficult though because they already had a secret masked wrestler in the uh, X and Y series. Okay. So yeah, well, I mean, they could just be like they were in the game, and like it's blatantly Professor Kakui. True, true. Because they, they did actually really try to keep the secret in X and Y. Yeah. At least for a little while. So, Ash runs into Sophocles and Togodomaru. Yes, Togodomaru. I don't know why I have so much trouble with that one's name. Um, and was it just me, or did it kind of feel like Sophocles was hitting on Rotom? It might be just you. But it was just like, what, it was what the did he way say? he was saying stuff, it was just like, hey, I need to analyze you or something. He's just giving this, like, weird... I look and it was just I don't know I felt uncomfortable yeah no I think that was more like he's a super nerd and he wants to take apart the computer that makes more sense like, I, guess. I don't think he wanted to fuck Rotom with a screwdriver is what I'm trying to tell you <laughs> don't think he wanted to screw him no okay god fair enough damn it. keeps her own god damn it oh <laughs> <sighs> But yeah, so they run into each other at the mall. And then um, Mimikyu's being a fucking creeper. Yeah. <laughs> because Team <laughs> Rocket's also at the mall. Which is just hilarious. Like, they're trying to break into the security room or whatever, and he's just, like, creeping on them. Just, like, walking down a hallway, staring at them and shit, and just being weird. Although the best part was that they were there, like, as they always do, they get a fake job, except they actually try really hard and do fucking amazing at it. Yeah. They can have very successful careers at anything else but what they're doing. Yeah, like, they're just selling the shit out of that ice cream. Like, get the models to that. What what the fuck are they, Masaladas? 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, but yeah, they. So Ash and Sophocles go to get ice cream, and Team Rocket is in the booth right next to them. Um, yeah, working their ass off selling the. I don't know slushies. I believe they're malasadas. I don't know. Whatever the main like treat food in Alola is. Yeah. Tweet at us and correct me, because I know I'm bad at it. I read it all the time <laughs> in the game, and I still cannot pronounce it to save my life. But, yeah, so that happens. Malasada and then... sounds good. What's up? Just looking at it. Malasada sounds good just looking at it. But... Yeah. I thought there was... Are they a real thing? Are they? Uh, well, there's... I typed it in Google, and it said Malasada recipe, so... Oh, there you go. We'll have to look some up. Maybe we'll make some. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so then Rocket accidentally locks down the mall because they suck at life, except for, like, you know, actual jobs. They're great at that, but they suck at their real job. Yeah, so, I mean, if they just kept selling the little donut things, they would have done just fine. But, yeah, like, the mall goes into, like, full lockdown mode. Like, all the shutters close. And it's like, it feels like way too high security for a mall. But, you know. Yeah, for real. And of course, like, Pikachu and Togodomaru and are fucking off and Rodom's like, hey guys, calm down. And they get separated. And then uh, Ash and Sophocles go, like, find the fucking control panel or a panel to get into it. And they're like, oh no, we have to go to the control room. And I'm like, holy shit, this is this is Jurassic Park and they've got to go across the park to go flip the breaker to reset the alarm system. Before the Genesects eat them. Yeah, exactly. Clever girl. (laughs) So we find out that Ash and Sophocles, or no, it was just Sophocles, wasn't it? They're really bad at directions. Yeah, I mean, Sophocles is just not good at people, I think. Yeah, I kind of get that vibe. He's just like kind of a, he's really socially awkward, I guess. But yeah, it's it's not good. And he, he doesn't like to be wrong. So when he says the wrong thing, he wants to go that way. And he's just like, for once, Ash is right. And Sophocles is just fucking it up. It's bad. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, though, Ash is usually wrong, so Sophocles was kind of right in that sense. Yeah, I mean, usually it's a fair assumption. Uh, so meanwhile, now, Rodham got stuck with the kids, right? With the, No, he's with the Pokemon. He's with the Pokemon. Um, they're also trying to reconnect with Ash and Sophocles. Yes, yes. And so, like, with them, like, Rotom is, like, hacking into the computer, basically, and telling them, hey, we need to go here, this way. And So, they're doing well for themselves. Yeah, actually, they do all right. I mean, they run into some issues with Toga Tabaro being short and fat, but... That's about it. <laughs> yeah, for the most part. So, everybody kind of finds their way to the roof. Yes, and Team uh, Rocket's up there. They do their new intro. Yes, it was alright. Yeah, 
Foreman R. <laughs> oh, I forgot to look for that even. Damn it. Oh, when you see it, it's just like, wow, how did I miss that? It's good. I, mean, I still missed it. Like, <laughs> So there's a pretty cool battle between um, Ash, Pikachu, or I mean Pikachu, Togemaru, and Mimikyu. Yeah, yeah. It, it was neat. Uh, cause if you remember earlier, Togedomaru has that, uh, lightning rod. Yeah. The lightning rod ability. And so there's a part where like Pikachu and Togedomaru get separated and Pikachu, they're like, Oh, he's going to shoot uh Mimikyu. But instead the lightning rod draws it to Togedomaru who totally blindsides the Mimikyu, and it was awesome. Yeah, because he uh, Togedomaru just kind of soups up any electric attack it absorbs. Yeah, and he uses that to like throw a badass one. Yeah. So it was really cool. And then we get the Poke, not the Pokemon that Alola needs, but the Pokemon Alola deserves. That's right. Yeah. Beware. He, he just, just shows up out of nowhere. Straight out of nowhere, like freaking RKO style. And just snatches him up and just starts running across the rooftops like nobody's business. Yeah, it's fantastic. I freaking I, love. I don't think I'll ever get tired of that. Like it's just, it's always so funny whenever it happens. Yes. Well, I mean, just the beware voice is just so great. Right. Like it, there's a there's a shot where he's standing on a rooftop, striking a dramatic pose, and it's just like, oh, it looks like Batman, and then it's just like. And you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's the best thing ever. That's what it is. <laughs> like, I want a team of six bewares and just tear shit up. Yeah. It makes me want to go out and catch a beware. Like, I did. When that Pokemon was revealed, I was just like, okay, I don't want this in my life, but now I need one. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, I've got one in my team, and it's pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's so good. But also, we learned something about Togedemaru. Because at first, Togedemaru and, and Pikachu weren't really getting along too well. Right, they were kind of going at it, fighting. But now that they have this sweet combo move action, they're like all up all over each other. And Sophocles reveals that Togedemaru is a girl. What? And of course... Pikachu's a boy because he doesn't have a heart-shaped tail. Right. So Ash says, they're like brother and sister. And I'm like, nah, they gonna fuck. They're like southern brother and sister. <laughs> I can say that. I'm from Kentucky. I was gonna say, maybe in <laughs> Kentucky. That ain't how we roll in South Texas, bro. That's eastern <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> so, yeah. I want cute electric mouse Pokemon. Babies. But, yeah, so... Pikachu's got a girlfriend before Ash. And he's had plenty of time and plenty of opportunities. Yes, he has. But yeah, so, all in all, it was a good episode. I really enjoyed it. It was yeah, a lot was of fun. Solid. High action. A good chasing through great. the mall. That's so far in the season, I've been really satisfied with all of the the battle scenes. Yeah, they were real good. They've like, all been top notch. It's not just, like, them throwing moves back and forth. Like, it's actually really well animated. And 
I mean, this next episode, a little foreshadowing, there was a shot where it was like, hey, this is like Dragon Ball Z, but with two cats. Yes. Which is a great way to describe that battle scene. Yes. In episode seven, that's why the Litten is a scamp. That's why the Litten is a scamp. Because this one you got to sing. It's a, it's a freaking old blue eyes, right? Yeah, it just, it kind of sounds like a old show tune. No, the song is That's Why the Lady is a Tramp. It's, it's, oh, it's, it, it is saying. an old tune. Ah, I like that. Good catch there. Yeah, yeah. It's a Sinatra, so, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Yeah, I, I can't correct you. Well, I, I'm talking to the people listening. No, I'm saying I have no idea. I have no right to correct you. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, throughout the season, season, there's been a couple times where a Litten's shown up. I know he was in episode one. That's the yeah. only time that really comes to mind. Yeah, I mean, he's always around. Yeah. Um, Ash finally runs into him because he is just so blissfully unaware of his surroundings. Yes. And offers him a piece of his sandwich. Yes, Which, and he, he takes the he Tom and Jerry's the shit out of him. Yeah, he leaves this the slice and takes the whole fucking sandwich. Mm-hmm. And just Ash can't keep up with him. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Yeah. So he makes his way down an alley and runs into an Alolan Persian. Yeah. Which oh my god, they look so stupid. <sighs> Garfield. Not Garfield. Heathcliff. Heathcliff. I always say that. But God, um, is it so bad? Yeah. Like, this but, one, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like, at least in this episode, Alolan Persian seems smaller than Kanto Persian. Definitely. Because a Kanto Persian seems almost like the size of... A mountain lion or a bobcat, like a big mm-hmm. cat. A, a, not like a lion big cat, but, you know, good 60-pound cat. And this thing maybe seems like the size of a Maine Coon with the head of a mountain lion size. Like yeah, the head just not to scale. The thing's going to fall over. It's so, yeah. it's so ugly. Uh, but it made a pretty good villain this episode. It uh, it steals Litten's sandwich, and um, Litten tries to take it back and ends up destroying the sandwich, and Persian's total dick about it. Just like, ha-ha, you burned the sandwich up. Yeah. It's, it's, I, was, I was a little upset, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was yeah, like, Persian, God. That Persian's a dick. Yeah. It's a stupid rich bitch person, too, man. It's like, ah, I'm going to go back yeah, to my a, money. That was a thing, like, they they just did that in one scene, and, like, that, that character never shows up again, but there's just some rich woman sitting under an umbrella. She's like, oh, there you are, Persian. You're such a good cat. You wouldn't do anything evil or sinister at all, would you? And I'm just like, ah. Oh. The ignorance of the blissfully rich. I hate it. Yeah. Get a better Pokemon. Be a better person. Yeah. Anyway. Ash goes back to school, and apparently everyone in town knows this Litten. 
Yeah, yeah. And um, then Ash is like, I'm going to teach it not to steal. By catching it. Yeah, um, th- that's going to work. Yeah, that always works out. Which, so, there's, the the school kids kind of have varying opinions on Litton. A lot of them, I mean, the, the consensus is that it usually tricks people out of food, which didn't sit right with me, because, like, a couple episodes back, everyone was super cool with feeding these random picky peck that show up. But, like, not everyone's cool with feeding this cat. I feel like the cat's a dick about it. <laughs> well, it is a dark type, you know, but... I guess, I guess. But, yeah. I didn't really think about that, but you're totally right. Yeah, I mean, it was a big thing. It's like... Oh, we do this all the time. We feed these picky pecks. It's the spirit of Alola. And then, fuck this cat, well, though. It's kind of a douche. I feel like some of them were very much like, let's give him the food. Yeah, there was an old lady who was totally cool with feeding it. Like, it was interesting, though, because he snuck up on Team Rocket, and they were using their old motto while they were alone. Yeah. They were and just that, chilling out eating some apple slices. And then Linton stole their food, but... <laughs> He, then he took it back to apparently a giant old ass house that he lives in with this ancient freaking stout land. Yeah, that was super cute. Um, as soon as I saw that stout land, I'm like, if that thing dies, I'm going to cry and I'm not okay with it. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm right there with you, buddy. Because its its whiskers were like five feet long. <laughs> And it did. It didn't move at the first. You know, it just kind of like stuck its head up. Yeah, I thought like it. I thought it was sick at first, and I'm like, oh my god! And it turns out he's just ancient, which is close enough to dying still. Yeah. So, but it was very cute because then they do a little training, and he, Stoutland is teaching Litten how to throw a good fireball. Yeah, it's really cute. And, and they, then they, they cuddle. cuddle. It's nice. Which, it makes Litton look so small compared to the Stoutland, which Stoutland's kind of big, so... Yeah, Stoutland is big, and then this one is massive. I mean, you can ride a Stoutland. That's true. So, then Litton has, like, some weird effed-up dreams. Um, like, there's some ghosts terrorizing him, and then he's riding uh, Stoutland, like, Falcor style. Yeah. And then I think Stoutland dies, and I'm like, no, no, I've known this thing for two minutes but it's all a dream it wakes up and Stalin's like dude it's cool go back to sleep it's really cute yeah it was nice and then Persian is fighting the Litten randomly again like and his ash is like looking for it to save it trying to steal food from it again yeah and and so Ash of course jumps in and like saves the day Surprisingly, yeah, he 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 did a good, and and then uh, you know poor little guy though he got his ass beat, so Ash is going to take him to the Pokemon Center and he does not want to go. He's not having it, and with good reason too, because when he gets there they fucking cone to shame his ass. Yeah, it's hilarious, and it was kind of cool. They called the cone of shame um, a Heliolisk collar because it looks like Heliolisk. Yeah, for so sure. I, I thought that was a really cool little bit of flavor they threw in there. Yeah, that was nice. Although, did you catch, like, there was a real shitty animation thing that happened with it? So they have the Kona Shame, 
And clearly there's buttons on it, you know, like where a normal Kona chain latches together, right? Right. When they open it to put it around his neck, they open it somewhere else and like the buttons are still there. <laughs> so it no, just like I didn't catch up. comes apart in a different place and then they put it back together. And I'm like, but there was buttons. <laughs> <laughs> he just tore it. And magically put it back together. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, so then they take him home and of course Ash babies him, which was nice. Mm. Yeah. They they bonded. They get some cuddling time. It was kind of funny, um yeah, so they cuddle and then like Linton's letting Linton's ready to go. Like he's he's ready to go home. So he's just like scratching the door and Ash just like sleepily wakes up and lets him out. And then as soon as he takes off running, he's like Shit, what did I do? Yeah. Son of a bitch. But of course, as soon as Linton leaves the fucking house, that damn Persian is just right fucking there on his tail again. Being a little douche. God, I hate that thing. I just, like, I know they never show Pokemon actually die in this show. Well, they showed that Luxray. But other than that Luxray, yeah. they never show Pokemon die in this show. Like, especially not like they did in the manga. But this is one I would definitely like see, like to see go the way of the manga. Yeah. Just off this bastard. It's like, it's second only to cross from I Choose You. Like, <laughs> yes. Like, it's just such a douche. I like, we get it, you're a dark type, stop. Yeah, it's so, literally Persian, the worst. Yeah, Persian follows Ash and Litton back to the house. Um... Ash is like, oh, hey, you've got a Stoutland. Cool. Um, figures out that Ash or Linton's been feeding it. And then Persian just out of nowhere up in the rafters is like, hey, fuck you guys. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Which at this point, I'm, I, I was sitting there like, holy crap. What if Persian used to be Stoutland's apprentice and then fell to the dark side? So now he's exiled himself to this old house and has Linton protecting him. <laughs> and, you know, they they didn't say that wasn't what happened, so in my head, that's what happened. Alright, alright, I'll go with that. That sounds good. But yeah, so the fight ensues and Linton pulls it off and actually beats the shit out of the Persian, sends his ass running. Yeah, huge freaking fireball and like, yeah, sends him with his tail on fire. It's great. It's good times. He deserves it. Every bit. Every bit of it. So Ash is like, hey, I'll see, I'll come visit you guys tomorrow. I'll bring you some food. And cut to the next morning. Ash is running with like two full bags of groceries. Gets to the house and they've up and left. Stoutland and Litton. Yeah. Uh, when I saw that, I was like, okay, good. Litton moved to avoid Ash because at first, Ash came and it was like playing like sad music as he walked up. Right? And I was like, yeah. oh my God. This is where I was like, if they kill Stoutland, I'm going to, we riot. Like, this is why. Yeah. Like, you had that moment earlier. I had that moment right now. I was like, oh my God, if they kill this dog, I will, I'm done with this show. I'm done with this show. <laughs> It's like, all right, we're going to go watch Naruto now. Right. Welcome to the Naruto Pub Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, but yeah like, they, they just left. They just left. They were like, fuck this guy, we don't want him. Which, after that, I was like, you know, that's kind of cool. I'm sure they're going to show up later in the series and, like, Litton may have evolved or something. Yeah, or maybe Ash will get him eventually. Yeah. And, like, don't send us spoilers if that's already happened, and you know? Yeah. Because, well, Ash goes back into town and... <laughs> Litton accidentally bumps into him. Yeah, at the same lady's shop, the one yeah. who feeds him. It was kind of like it was. It was really awkward. It's just like, oh hey, how's it going? Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, Ash got coyote uglied, and then when he went to brunch, she was there. Like, it's basically what happened. Yeah, it was pretty funny. So Litton's not caught, but probably still going to be around. Yeah, I think so. I think Linton's going to be one of them pop-up characters. I think at least for a while. And you know, I was th- I was just thinking about it watching or talking about Team Rocket earlier. This is the first episode where Team Rocket hasn't had a big hand in it since like, you know, the opening, like yeah, the first two episodes. Since they got here, yeah. So, that's kind of interesting, I guess, like I don't know. They didn't really do anything. They were victims of this Litton's terror spree. Yeah, really. I mean, they just had a brief interlude. I don't know. Cameo appearance, almost. Yeah. Cameo is probably the better word for it. It's a good word. I like it. All right. So, that's it for this week. Yeah. Uh, This episode of the Pokepub Podcast. Two more good episodes of a pretty good anime so far. I'm really enjoying it, man. I, I still love the opening and closing music. So Yeah, it's super catchy. Um, so, if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at pokeypubcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at pokeypubpodcast. You can give us a phone call on the Zapdos, Zapdont hotline at 559-ZAPDOS6. It's 559-927-3676. I can't believe I haven't messed that up yet. Mario? Well, you did, just now. Ah, no! Mario, where can they get in touch with you? I'm still at Bearded Piscator. I'm at Cody Ogilby. Josh is at Josketh. And Robert is at Robert D-O-U. And yes, he changed it. Yes, he changed it. We don't know why, um, but it is what it is. And it, it looks is. like the PokePub podcast is signing off again. Again. Ding. Boom. I'll I'll edit this out and make this sound beautiful, don't worry. Our other hosts, our other co-hosts are at Josh is at Josh Keth and Robert is at Hansy Robert. Actually, he changed that. What? Yeah, I know. He, they didn't even tell it, us. Is it Fisty Robert now? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs>
because that's not what it looks like. Stop recording now. Yay.